Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Welcome everyone to episode 21. We are back in Broadstairs with the equipment set up. Yeah, I thought we were going to do Skype this week, Steve, but... I know. Uh, nice to have you here. Though. I surprised us once again by <laughs> travelling down. It's a long story. I won't bore you all with it, but I'm moving again. Um, still in London, but I'm moving twice in two months <laughs> to uh, another place a bit further out. But it's better for me. So I'm back sorting things out and managed to get a podcast going with Dad. Here we are. And we're ready to go. Ready to go. How are you? I've worked hard this week, You've as I up. always do. I've uh, been working on a watercolour, Steve, which I'm going to talk about in a minute or two. Oh, watercolour, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the members this week got a nice surprise. They got the rhino picture up on Facebook. That went well. It went down well. I think people were going to enjoy doing that project. And the videos went live today. Today is Saturday, but you'll be hearing this Monday. So by that time, hopefully you've all seen it and checked it out and had a go or got your line drawings ready or maybe you're thinking about doing it in the future. Who knows? I hope they do because it is a cracking product. Yeah, it's a good it's a good picture. Yeah. Um, what else have they got this week? The charcoal drawing went up. That was a nice little surprise for them. Yeah, yeah I, that that's going next week, I think, isn't it? YouTube. No, that went up on Friday. Uh, oh, it's gone already. It's ah, gone up already. I didn't realise that. Yeah, we posted that on. You posted that for us on Facebook last week. Yeah. For everyone to see, and that went live yesterday, last Friday. So if you haven't already seen it. It was included in the members' email shot that went out today, on Saturday. Right. And it's also on YouTube for you all to access. But there's a line drawing. The one pencil number that you need to know <laughs> is, <laughs> is 181 Payne's Grey. And the reference picture is there. So people can give that a go and try out a charcoal effect. Yeah. And remember, folks, as you do this, there's more if you want it. It seemingly, from the reaction I got from Facebook, people do. Yeah. I think, well, we've already had one request uh, for a cat. Yes, I saw that. Yes. The the problem we have, of course, with the, the subject material, we had so many different subjects that I want to do. Mm. And it, it, it sometimes takes a little while to get back to, you know, the nitty gritties like cats and dogs. Yeah. But I will do. I'm, I'm trying to work. Uh, I saw, in fact, a cat and a dog today, a picture, a beautiful picture. But it's uh, copyrighted, so we can't do that. Oh, no. You know. That's a shame. But but I'm, I'm looking out. So there's, there's lots of things coming your way then, uh, listeners. So let's crack on this week. I've got, well, the thing that I wanted to talk about, we mentioned it last week, and I want to bring it up this week and talk about it, is miniature work. Yeah. Miniature paintings, because yeah. it's something that, when did you start doing miniatures? How long ago oh, was that? Oh, gosh. With, with watercolour. I think about 1983. So fairly early on in your art career. When I first started doing the watercolours and opened the gallery, I wasn't doing miniature work then. But about a year into it, I did the first one. What it was, I I saw somewhere, and I can't remember where, some little miniatures that people had done of Broadstairs. I thought, oh, that'd be nice to do Broadstairs Harbour in miniature. Now, I started off by doing a few local scenes mm. in miniatures and they sold well this is the key you see when you've got a gallery and i had a gallery and was selling pictures if something sells you do more of them mm. and this is what i did uh, so i did more of them and then i progressed and i told you about the rhino last week i did a couple of zoo type pictures with uh, rhinos and i can't remember the other subject they sold well so i was on a i was 
jumping on the bandwagon already. Really. So, you, but you didn't uh, when you started doing art. When you first started doing art, you didn't think I'm going to do miniature work. You didn't. That's no. not the initial thing no. that drew you to it. It's no. just something you thought. Yeah, I want to do these. That's right. Also, um, which is going to lead me on to something else in a minute. I love to tell a story in my art. Everything I do, I kind of like feel there should be a story there. If you all the great artists did, John Constable, when he did his paintings, there was always a story in the picture and there was always intrigue. You know, you looked at something and you go, I wonder what he's going to be doing. And I love that idea. And again, right early on, on one of my early paintings, I put a vicar in a doorway of a church. And he was kind of half-hidden. It's very mysterious. Yes, it was. And someone picked it up and said, do you know, I've just seen a vicar in that church doorway. And I said, yes, I I did that deliberately. I wondered if someone was going to see. You know, I mean, it's it's intriguing. There's a story. And all through my art career, I've tried to do that. Great intrigue in the story and a mm. but not everybody shared my opinion because I sold quite a lot of work through a gallery once in Croydon and I went when I showed the chap the pictures the owner the pictures he said I love your work Colin but can you take the people out I thought hang on people are important in a picture anyway I didn't take any notice of him I did sell an awful lot of pictures through his gallery and they all had people in them Steve. Yeah, so you wanted to stick with your guns and say, I actually, did. you know, yeah. that's that's what well, yeah, exactly you should as well. You should. That's your, that's your style. That's what you like. People make a picture. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, mm. and I love. I've always tried to do that, with the exception of Romney Church. When I did Romney Church, I substituted people for sheep there. <laughs> 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 but generally so speaking, sheep make a picture <laughs> in that case it did yeah but i do try to put people in when i can yeah well so going back to going so you always put people in a picture and obviously oh. the people are smaller obviously oh. so that is almost in its own right miniature kind of work isn't absolutely it absolutely right yeah. so mm. even when you started doing watercolor when you first started out you used to put pe- people in the pictures, right? Mm. So that's kind of you're already straight away from, from mm. the word go you're doing that's miniature right. work. But it's part of a bigger picture. Is that right? That's right. So it's not yeah. it's not miniature work as such. It's miniature work within a bigger that's right. scale. But well, if you think of the Pulpero picture down in our lounge, I mention it again, folks, and you haven't yet seen <laughs> it. No. But that is full of little miniature pictures. If little you think about pictures, it, if you went yeah. through with a you know a, a little mount, a small mm. mount, mm. and you could see lots of miniature little pictures there, so I, that's how I kind of view mm. things. Mm. I like people to find and see things, different things in pictures within within the picture. Within the picture, yeah. Mm. So when obviously you've you've been doing these drawings and there's miniature pictures within it, but when did you say actually this is a thing in its own right now? Mm. I could do a, a picture that is purely just a miniature part. Mm. the picture and and do that and sell that that was yes. in 1983 in Broadstead where you decided yes. in watercolor I'm gonna the canvas is going to be smaller yes and I'm going to do a, a, a very detailed picture yes. that is deliberately cropped well of course there is a commercial side of this as well if you do a small miniature picture it doesn't take very long to do right and the framing doesn't cost very much to frame so you could sell more so of you them. can sell a smaller picture. Did you do it as a commercial venture or a bit oh, of both? Yes. Um, 
I think probably, in fairness, it was a bit of both. Yeah. I loved doing them. I loved doing miniature work. Little miniature work. work, and it was very... Uh, and it was successful. Successful. So there's, there's two, two ways yeah, there's to, two, to view it. That's right. That's okay. Right. So you did start off with watercolour, doing this in watercolour. Mm. All watercolour. Then when did you... Because obviously then you go into pastel pencils. Yes. Did you start doing miniature work in pastel pencils straight away? No, I didn't. You uh, didn't think about Because no, obviously very different mediums. Yeah. So when I, when did I, you start? I didn't think it was going to be possible, to be fair, until I really got into pastel pencils. And then I started thinking, I wonder if I do a small one. In fact, the first ones I did uh, were those three that I did on the... Uh, YouTube. Video. Uh, no, well, I made a video of it. Right, And yes. I think it's on YouTube as well, isn't it? Yes, yeah. you've got snippets of it. Uh, romancing... Romance, Romance on, on the, the Beach. Do you remember that one? Yep. Um, and that came about really because there wasn't a lot in it. There was um, a, a little couple yep. on, on the beach and there wasn't a lot to it. And I thought maybe that would work better as a miniature than it would as a, bigger, a large painting. Because there's not so much on it. Mm, yeah. That's right. And it was very successful. It's a nice little picture, yeah. Yeah. And, so that wasn't and very long ago. Two others. No, it wasn't. No, that couldn't have been more than about five, six years ago. Oh, no, not that. No, two years ago. Three years ago. No, I mean, no. Yeah, no. Two or three. No, within the last three years it is. Still. So within the last three years, I've you've done miniature work with pastel pencil. pencil. Yeah. Blimey, that's really recent. Very recent, yeah. But it, obviously, it took you to a point where you you learned so much with the pastel pencil, I suppose, of what it could do. Yeah. That you thought, actually, pastel pencils really are capable of mm. doing the miniature work. And I assume that you have to have incredibly sharp pencils. And you have to have very good eyes as well. I was going to say, I found how difficult with, how difficult, firstly, how difficult is it with watercolour to do that kind of detail? Because give an idea of the listeners out there, if they, in case they don't know, how big would you say one of your miniatures were in, say, inches about or About three inches long by about one and a half That is tiny. Deep. That is tiny. Mm. How do you do that in watercolour? Mm. Well, folks, I've done a picture, or I'm doing a picture at the moment. I've nearly finished it in watercolour. And I'll just hand it over to Steve uh, so he can have a look. And there's a couple of little people in there. <laughs> and how big would the lady be, Steve? Oh, not even in, about two centimetres max, maybe one and a half centimetres. And what about the little girl? What oh, a centimetre. So, folks, we've got a person... And a little girl. Oh, that's insanely small. Now you're looking at it, Steve, now. And I'm, I'm sorry, folks. I wish I could show you. And you are You will see it, it eventually. But do you see what I mean by it? So how, how do you do that then? Because well. this is in watercolour. This is the stage of watercolour. I mean, you must have a tiny brush. I do, yes. It's a double O-gauge uh, uh, brush. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a tiny brush. And good eyes. And how do you get... This is going to sound really silly now because I'm not an artist. But how does it not... How do you get it so detailed when it's water, in a sense? Do you know what I mean? Because water runs. That's right. Yes. So how does it not run? Right. Well, you're going to find out, folks, by looking at the video when <laughs> it comes, because I show you on all on video. <laughs> I'm going to watch the video. I want to know. What happens is, if, you, if it's too wet, it will just run everywhere. If it's too dry, it will just go on dry. Now, I have always have a cloth in my left hand when I'm working. Always. It's a kitchen kitchen towel. Bit of kitchen roll, yeah. yeah. And I can I, I constantly wipe the brush. Now I've been doing this so long now, I'm c i am it's it's an unconscious act. 
and I do it automatically. So I know exactly how much water to actually put on that particular part. So you use the brush, so uh, use the co- kitchen roll to take off yes, yes. just the right amounts of yes. what you put on, you dab on. That's right. Right, okay. And it's, it's practice yeah. comes down to, mm. you know, practice and skill and being able to visualise what I'm looking at. I mean, I've got little arms in there. I've got her, the woman, handing a... She's holding some, a basket. Yeah, and some money to send the little girl off to yeah. the shops. Yeah, that's right, yeah. You see the little story? Even though, I mean, even you're though looking at that. I'm looking at it, I can see the little girl... I mean, this is not about a millimetre, <laughs> like a millimetre kind of height. Her little shoes. Yes, that's right. Even her shoes. I know. And the little... And the little um, Have you seen the laces in the shoes? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Don't. Oh, no, I'll look. No, no. I'll look for it. Not there. No, <laughs> they're in my mind. Um, and even the, the the trim around her hat. Mm, so, right. so that's obviously you need a tiny, tiny, tiny brush, and then the right amount, just the right amount. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. And the other thing you've got to do is you've got to create an impression. You know, I've been on and yeah. on about impressions, 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 and that's what you do. You create an impression. Mm. And that's what I've done with that. Anyway, folks, eventually you're going to see it and you'll know what we're actually talking about. Yeah. But this is where the story comes in. This is where the medium itself, which mm. is watercolour. And Mm. I haven't put any pastel on that yet, Steve. I shall be putting pastel on the top of it. So then my next question is, that's how you do it with watercolour and and seeing it in my hand can see how you do it in watercolour. How do you do it with pastel pencil then? With a very sharp one. With a very sharp pencil. Yeah. And again, with the sh- now I can I can get exactly the same effect as that with a pastel pencil. Yeah. But what I would do there is I would use a very sharp pencil and again very fine lines. I mean, what I will do when we put this on to the um, site, Steve, I'm going to blow this picture up a bit bigger than this. So yeah, it yeah. Won't be it won't be quite as small as that. Right. Okay. But still, uh, I'm sure that they will be able to get an idea of how to do it so to do it so to do it in pastel pencils Mm -hmm. to do to do any miniature work not just that to do Mm -hmm. any miniature work in pastel pencil just need a very very fine point and really good eyes yeah yeah sometimes you know you've got to see me sometimes folks i actually put two pairs of glasses on (laughs) i do (laughs) (laughs) i've got the glasses i've got now and i'm showing steve now folks you can't see me but i'm going to show steve you know what i'm going to hold on a second right stay there I'm doing this live now, listeners. I'm All taking right. a picture. I'm going to take a picture. <laughs> Two pairs of glasses, right, folks? Okay, there you go. Okay. So you can put that on Facebook. I'll put that on Facebook. You can now see me with two pairs of glasses. <laughs> That's my normal glasses. You can take, you can take them off can now. <laughs> and that, and I get very close, and by golly, and I, that I'm shows it up. Your head's going to be in the camera, I can tell already. <laughs> <laughs> get out of the way people will be saying okay yeah. wow that, anyway that's fun isn't it yeah i mean miniature work uh it's so obviously that's so that's you've done it recently in pastel pencils mm. effectively i've always done it in watercolor even with your yeah. earlier work um the miniature work within a picture what other mediums can you do can you do can you do what can you do that kind of level of detail that scale in any other medium probably in acrylic you could in acrylic mm. you get that kind of Yes. Fine, 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 fine. Is that because of the brushes? Yes, you can use the Again, same brushes same as you brush. can on an acrylic, yeah. It wouldn't work as well on with acrylic because with acrylic you're being you're overlaying, you're putting one colour on and put another colour on. Now with watercolour and pastel pencils, the colours merge together. They merge into each other. Right. It doesn't work with acrylic. 
So it's not, not the same process. Off. So acrylic is overlaying, overlaying. Yes. And even though you do that in pastel pencils, it's more of a blend. You can't get the subtlety with, with acrylic. You can't get that magical quality that the pastel pencil and watercolour has of being able to merge the colours together right. while they're still kind of in their wet stage. And even when they dry off, you still can merge the colours together. Mm. Even with watercolour, you very can do it. much But you can't solid. do it with acrylic because it dries. And once it dries, it's, mm. it's like a... But you could, you could still get the detail... Yes, you can. Because of the control that you have over yes. the... And with normal pencils, Steve, you can, if you had uh, colouring pencils. But once again, you still can't get that you magical... Could, you could do the detail, yeah. but it wouldn't be... It wouldn't be the same as it does with watercolour and pastel pencils. You can't do it with oil. You mm. could not do that with oil. Mm. So, because obviously... So then you said uh, you, did, you did three subjects in miniature then. I did on the, oh, pastel pencils, you mean? In pastel pencils, yes, yeah. That's on, you've got a DVD, a I've miniature a DVD, DVD yeah. and that has got the Romance on the Beach. Yes. The Older Mullins. Older Mullins, scene, that's right. Yes. And what's the other and one? And it's a little a picture. I tell you what it is it's uh, the, the view of the little, it's a little building with a barn on the right hand side and a distant view into the sea. And actually, folks, that picture was the one of the, was taken from. The picture that I did way back in 1982 when I did my exhibition. Do you remember I sold, I had three pictures that people wanted. Yeah. That was it. Well, that picture? Yeah, they wanted three. It wasn't as small as that. I, no, must, I, was... I made it, I, it was bigger than that. But they, that was the actual picture. Is, the, is that the one you cropped loads off of? Yes. Because yes. you, you did it, and didn't you? And then yes. you chopped yes. loads off. Yes. And, and what up, it ended it, up being? It, no, it... It ended up bigger than the miniature that I did, but, but still quite small. Yeah, so you did a miniature version of that yeah. for the miniatures. Wow, if that doesn't make you want to watch the DVD, <laughs> I really want to watch the DVD now. <laughs> Mainly because that links back to, oh my God, that would have been really early on in our... Oh, way, way back. I, I yeah. revived it because it was such a pretty such little a picture. Such a little picture. Yeah. So, wow, okay, so there you go. So you can buy the DVD, download it on the site if you want, and um, and give miniature work a go in pastel pencils. Yes. Would you ever consider doing a watercolour miniature DVD? Yes, I would consider it, yes. Because mm. basically I have already. Uh, well, you you've, got, you've, got, you've mm. got, in watercolour scenes that you've done, you've mm. got smaller. Wouldn't make no problem in doing a watercolour okay, DVD. we'll see what people think about that if they want to give mm. it a go. Okay, well, that sort of covers the miniature side of things. Um, I think we've done that to death, that one. I think, yeah, but it's fast. It's really fascinating to to hear because yes. obviously you did miniature work within your pastel pen, uh, within your watercolor. So it's just fascinating to hear how that developed. Now we've mentioned the the, the picture that you've done there in watercolor that you're going to do pastel pencils with as well for the members to, yes. to watch. Where did you get that picture from? That one that you've just right. shown me because it is an amazing picture. It is, isn't it? It's really, really incredible. Well, I tell you, you know my all-time heroes, John Constable? Yep. Right. Renoir? Yes. A.R. Quinton? A.R. Quinton is another one. Yeah. What does A.R. stand for? Albert Robert Quinton. Now, he was, Quinton. he was a Victorian Edwardian watercolour artist. Mm. And he produced a great profusion of postcards... And I'm sure most people out there would have seen one of his postcards mm. uh, all over the country, all the seaside towns. But he also did a lot of watercolour work. And I've got a book here. In fact, here. I've got right in my hands here yeah. of watercolour of his. And What's it called? Absolutely fantastic. The Cottages and Countryside of England from the paintings of A.R. Quinton. That's it. That's a good picture on the front. That's it, yeah. 
yes. Now, if you look at that book, you will see thousands, well, not thousands, quite a lot. A few. <laughs> Of You've counted them. Little, little <laughs> miniature pictures in there. If you think about, it, if you yeah yeah cross your eyes, yeah 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 lots of yeah lots of miniature. Now, mi- you miniature imagine work. every picture there tells a story. Now Quinton was brilliant at this, and he was a brilliant watercolor artist. That's what he did, all watercolor. What Quinton didn't have, but what we've got, is pastel pencils. So you can combine. If you put the two things together, mm. you've got magic. Right. And you're going to see that. I mean, th- I've done this watercolour here, which is a very good picture. I mean, I, I see it, it myself and but yeah. you think it is a very, very good picture. <laughs> and, but it's going to be even better when I put pastel pencils on it. Yeah. So he's done miniature, pa- miniature watercolour work. His wor- work here is, is really incredible. Yeah. In fairness, the, the, the pictures in there probably were bigger than that. You right. Know, they've been shrunk. They've just been reduced in size. Yeah. But uh, nonetheless, he, he did. I would think he probably worked on A4 size myself, mm. looking at his Where work. did you get this book from? Well, Eileen, your mum, she bought it back one day. She knew that I liked him, mm. and I, uh, I've always admired his work, and I've been meaning to get hold of a book of his. And she said fantastic. to me one day, look what I found for you. And it's a book, a, a fantastic book. And if everybody, as I hope they will, like what I've done with this, we can do it again. And I can do that in pastel pencils as well. So yeah, there's, one well, there's plenty. I like you say, that he's incredible because they, they all tell a story. They're all, um, they're all in their own right different scenes, yes. aren't they? they? I can just imagine if that gallery owner had said to Quinton, uh, okay, take, now, out the take all the people out. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Well, he wouldn't have had a career. <laughs> no, blimey. Absolutely. I mean, they've all got people in them. Hmm. Okay, well that's that. Well, that covers. Uh, we've covered our Quinton then. That's, yes, we that's have. nice. If nice you get a chance him. of uh, uh, googling him, Google him. Google image search that. Uh, we will put. Um, I think we should scan in that uh, a, a bit of that book for people to see. Oh, okay. I think it'd be nice for people to to see uh, just a couple of his pictures, mm. or, or maybe they can just go online and see. Anyway, okay, let's move on. Let's let's go. Let's cover some questions. Firstly, I've got here from Lauren. Uh, she says, hello, Colin. I've recently asked, been asked whether I could produce a cheetah portrait for a charitable organisation known as WWF. World Wildlife Fund, isn't it? World Wildlife Fund? I, I've heard yes, of it. it is. Yes, it is. Uh, this, is the, this was the image I particularly thought would be suitable. I was wondering if you could possibly suggest suitable colours, slash bases, etc. I've recently purchased your Linus starter pack, and I wondered if the short stabbing motions would apply to the cheetah. Mm. Are there any little suggestions you could make towards this subject? It's mm. perfectly all right if you can't, though. So, firstly, short stabbing motions with a line S. Do you do that with a cheetah? Um, a cheetah's fur is slightly different to fur of a line animal. So what you have, you have little curls. It's like a thousands of little curls. Now, if you try to reproduce that, you've got no chance. No chance of doing it. So what you have to do is you have to compromise Create the impression. Uh, That's right. Create the impression. That's right, Steve. (laughs) I'm learning. (laughs) (laughs) And by creating the impression, you would definitely use short stubby motions, yes, because you couldn't possibly try to do little curls. It wouldn't work. Okay. And what I'm going to do with that is I'm going to put that, you know, the cougar I've just done on YouTube. I'm going to do another one of those. Preparation video. Yeah, I think people would like to see. I'm going to do as many. In fact, I've got a Yorkie dog as well. In fact, got... Two Yorkie dogs mm. that people have asked me to do, and I'm going to put those on the same. Uh, so, side. so Lauren will get a, a video saying how, what colours you would pick, 
and how you would tackle this yes, kind of picture? It won't be for Lauren. I can't do it for individual people, obviously, but I will put it on YouTube. It won't be her picture, so she'll be able to look at it and yeah. say, gosh, the idea is... It's going to people. apply to her, but it's going yes. to be available for everyone yes, to look at. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Uh, because the Cougar has got a lot of hits. So people have uh, emailed me and they've well, commented it, yeah. how well that's been received. Mm, they really enjoyed it. I suppose it helps them out in just understanding how you go that's through it. the process. That's right. That's you right. know, whatever the subject, but if the subject applies to what they're doing, mm. even better. That's right. Okay, fantastic. Next question we have here is from Jonathan. He says, hi, Colin. I've just returned from a holiday and really enjoyed watching the Autumn Mist landscape on the member's site. Great picture. All the paintings you have filmed, understandably, you work from reference photos as many artists paint or draw pictures of landscape scenes uh, whilst outside on the actual location in either watercolours, oil acrylic, coloured or graphite pencils, etc. I'm curious to know if you have ever painted using pastel pencils in such a manner. Are you aware of any artists doing this with pastel pencils or polychromo sticks? And what do you think would be the advantages and disadvantages in doing this? I would like to give this a go and would appreciate your views. Many thanks, as always, Colin. Kind regards, Jonathan. Now, working outside, would I ever work outside? Have you ever worked outside? No. So, wh- which one? Have you? <laughs> no, I haven't worked outside. Would you? No. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> well, because when I first started out, I used to take a lot of photographs, and I used to visit locations, uh, as I've mentioned many times before. Mm. But I'm a comfort person, and I love working in the comfort of a studio, mm. not having to rely on rain, sleet, snow, uh, wind to slow me down, cause me a problem and not have the right materials and I can go on and on and on. No, I wouldn't work outside. Not many professional artists that I know actually do do that. Really? I'm not saying they, you know, it's a very romantic idea to sit out there with your paintbrushes and so on. Mm. But Strictly speaking, it doesn't really work. Doesn't doesn't cross you as it doesn't work for me. Doesn't work for you. Yeah. Not for me. And I know a lot of professional artists do the same. You see him out there, you see him doing it. Mm. I mean, even John Constable, who uh, had wonderful work, he was all studio work. He used to oh, work really? on sketches. Yeah, he don't how can you go out and do an oil painting outside? It, it was all oil in those days. Right. Or he'd used to work with oil mm. mostly. Mind you, I think what he used to do, he used to do lightning sketches. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, he used to, because they didn't have photography in those days, they How had to. How do you capture the no, image? No, you yeah. can't, you can't. So he used to have to rely on sketches, and he would go out and do lightning sketches of the sun or the, the, the skies and the trees and so on, How and then go back to the... and produce. so them. difficult. I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's a talent. That is a real talent to be able to... Mm visit a location and sort of Mm. sketch it and go, right, okay, now I know what that is, and then go back and do it. Wow. But it was all done, it was all studio work. Yeah. And most artists, I think, professional artists would would agree with me that studio work is the best way of doing it. Mm. Yeah. I suppose with with pastel pencils as well, it's not as easy to do that. You know, if you're doing graphite, say, you've got a pencil, haven't you, kind of thing. You know, you've got a graphite pencil, you can just... I have done that. I have done... With graphite pencils, I've gone... So you have gone outside? Well, I've I've sketched. sketched. Yes, sketched, yes. For for any reason? Oh, no, no reason other than I wanted to capture certain... um, I mean, you can take photographs, but sometimes you need some a little bit more perspective or you need... 
just a different atmosphere. I've done that, but I haven't done it very often, folks. Right. Just the odd occasion I do it. Okay. No. So the answer to that is no, I don't. And I really wouldn't advise people to do it. It's if they fancy having a go. Well, go I suppose if you're in the, if you're in the Bahamas, yeah. it's not a bad thing to be outside, no. is it? Get out there and if you're in England when the fresh w- air. England where the weather changes but, every but five minutes. Don't ask me to join you. That's all I ask. No, you would, it would be too unpredictable in this country to do Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Okay, so the next one we have here is from Veronica. She says, "Hello, Colin and Steve. Mention of David Shepherd on this week's podcast." last week's podcast, uh, brought to my mind as a follow-up to my email to you when my daughter Stella won the BBC Wildlife Artist of the Year Award in 2011. I thought you would be interested to know that she has now been shortlisted for the David Shepherd Wildlife Artist of the Year 2013 for her pictures, highlight wow. and dust chasers, which can be seen on her website. I have in the past used stretched white ingress paper for watercolour with pastel on top, pastel pencil on top. I enjoy the podcast and look forward each week to watching the next episode of my current project. What, when watching the progress of Purdy, I have trouble taking my eye off the eye. <laughs> it's just amazing, superb. Kind regards, Veronica. Good. That's fantastic. Well, congratulations to your daughter, Stella, Veronica, for, for being shortlisted for 2013 yeah, David Shepherd Wildlife. Lovely to see these success stories, isn't it? Think, things that people... Um, other people are, you know, succeeding. I mean, this one, the one previously, you know, the World Wildlife Fund, I mean, fancy, you know, getting the commission to do that. that. Fantastic. It's what an honour. I mean, and it's great for me to be able to, you know, help out when I can. Yeah, yeah. And also nice... But she mentioned that uh, stretching the engre paper there, do you see the white engre paper? For watercolour with pastel pencil on top. Yes, yes. See, so it does work. That's what I used to do in the water. I mean, in a way... I do regret not losing the white on grey paper because it was very good. But I've got to say, now now I've used the watercolour paper with pastel pencil. I actually prefer the watercolour paper. Oh. Yeah, so it, it did be, these things do you favours in the end. Yeah. Okay, thanks for that, Veronica. Next one here is from Maria. She says, Hi Colin, my name is Maria. I'm from Spain. I'm a member of your site and each day I learn with your videos. I have a Yorkshire Terrier and tried to paint it many times but never got to choose the colours correctly. I tested with 101, 183, 182 and 187. But it is not natural colours. Maybe you should put yes, less yellow. Could you help me choose the colours? Why don't you put on a... Why don't you, why do you not put on your site a Yorkshire Terrier video, which yeah. is in the gallery, <laughs> and learn to give and choose the colours? It would be great. Firstly, is the Yorkshire Terrier That's on... The one. on the, is the Yorkshire no. Terrier on the dogs DVD? No. Draw and paint dogs. You haven't Sorry, done a Yorkshire Terrier? No, no ah. I've got that. Nowhere. I haven't done one. I haven't done a video of a Yorkshire Terrier. But I will do one day. But, but what I'm going to do with uh, this one, as indeed with the other lady that wants with a the Yorkshire... Cheetah. I'm Yes, with cheetah, the Cheetah. But also, there's another lady wants Yorkshire Terrier. So ah. I've, got, I've actually got two pictures of two Yorkshire requests. Terriers. Yes. So and they look very similar. So what I'm going to do is I'm combine them together and do another preparation. Prep video. Yeah. To show people how yeah. they choose the colours. And in answer to the one of her questions, do I use less yellow? Definitely. Great. Yellow's not a good colour for Yorkshire Terriers. You can use ochre, but if you use ochre, you've got to you've got to cushion it. So I'll be telling them to use ivory probably to start with to to break that yellow down. Okay, look out for that then, um, yeah. Maria. Look out it, for another. That's coming. I don't know when this is going to be. I've got so many things <laughs> on at the moment, Steve. But I will do it as they're soon all, as and quickly as I can. They're all in the pipeline. Oh, sure. 
So the last question we have here is from Lee. Colin, is there any chance you could show us how to do snow-capped mountains, please? Thank you. Regards, Lee. Now, well, snow-capped mountains. Funny you should say that. I'm glad they've mentioned that. <laughs> because <laughs> Segway on to the next point that I want to raise. <laughs> Tell them. Because we now have a video of a snow-capped mountain and we have an exercise of a snow-capped mountain. Yeah. And I know I've other people who asked me for this, so it's going to be popular. Okay. How big is it? It's quite a small picture. Oh, it's only, it's only a miniature, Steve. Is it a miniature? <laughs> yes. We've gone full circle. <laughs> <laughs> so how, how big is the... It's oh, it's only... It's only a few it, inches, it's about isn't it? Three inches, four, four inches, one and a half. So people just—I think I'm going to put that on the page. Just mention it to people that don't Do it print bigger. it, you know, or, or no, don't print it A4, but perhaps half A4, A5. Would you say? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. Slightly smaller than A5. Slightly smaller than A5. I would say would be ideal. We'll put some rough dimensions on the page. You see, the bigger you make the picture, the more detail you've got to put in. Right. Now I can do that on a miniature, but I think people would find it difficult to do what I've done. At first, especially, mm. just starting out, yeah, you know, perhaps the more experienced can shrink it yeah. down. It's a good picture, though. Well, the snow-capped mountain, then, that's going to start after the autumn mist, which has only got a couple of weeks left. Is it, really? Yeah. It's gone good. Yeah. So the autumn mist will finish. We've started the rhino, and the snow-capped mountains will go up, and uh, everyone can give that a go, too. Right, right. So, yeah. So what's happened? So after the mountains, yeah. what are we going to put on then? Is that going to be the watercolour? I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I've lost track of this. I'm, I don't know. I'm not thinking that far ahead at the see, moment. folks, I churn it out. I churn it out. We've got I all these projects. And I'm the one Steve that's to sort it all out. <laughs> going through editing the. Oh, Christ. So I've got a lot of work on my hands then, guys. Um, but yes, there's, there's plenty. There's plenty coming your way. So we hope you enjoy it all. Okay. Let's call it a day there, I think. Yes, yeah, so I've enjoyed this. Yeah, it's been a good podcast this week. Yeah. Good to get with the studio equipment and get the get the mics out and have a, a good old chinwag. So we'll see you all next week. Thanks, everyone, for listening. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy, Enjoy your week. week. I'm going to put that picture up of you on Facebook in a minute. Oh, no. Yeah, I'm going to call you Six Eyes. <laughs> oh, they love it. <laughs>